Dum 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 dum. This is here to and welcome to a new episode of Gen Z Talks. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, hi, welcome. I'm Firdaus. I'm Yusra. And I'm Sarah. And you're listening to the first episode of season two. It's been a really long time. I apologize from my, for my brother in the background. Just ignore that. <laughs> But yeah, it's been a long time. I missed this. I still don't know how to record because I forgot. But anyway, welcome back. Thank you for listening again. It means a lot for me. Uh, it means a lot to me. Well, anyway, you know, English is not my first language, so <laughs> don't mind that either. But basically, welcome. Thank you so much. And we have a lot of new things on the podcast, so I'm just going to start with that because I want to play. We're going to play a game today. It's called We're Not Really Strangers, and we've seen that um, uh, on uh, another podcast. It's called Masjid Parking Lot. We love it. We love it so much. You should go and listen to it. But anyway, hi. Um, new things on the podcast. First of all, we have new team members. I love it so much. We are a lot more now and it's, it's just perfect. So Gen Z Talks now has not only more co-hosts, but also more artists, more editors and more writers, which is amazing. And yeah, of course, The most important thing now is that we have new co-hosts and they introduce themselves in a bit. But last thing I want to say is that we're changing the um, the date we're going to upload the episode from Sunday to Monday. So I have, well, not me, the editor will have more time to edit the episodes. And yeah, that will be it for the news and all that. But yeah, stay tuned to Instagram. That was, I that's is what I was going to say, because we're going to upload um, a new post where we, you will get to meet the new team members. And I'm so excited for that. But anyway, hello, Yusra and Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm so excited for this new season. But before that, um, introduce yourself, girls, because yeah, people need to know who you are. And also I want to, like, I want you, I want to ask you to tell our listeners how we met because i think it's really cute <laughs> so go ahead <laughs> um, okay so my name is yusra i'm canadian um okay that's about it for me i met Fridaus, um during the blm movement we started following each other on instagram and i just replied to one of her stories and we've been talking ever since and i met sara through Fridaus recently yeah that's yes all. okay so um I'm Sarah and I'm 19 years old. Both of my parents are Egyptian, but I was born and raised in Belgium and I'm an international business administration student uh, and I study in the Netherlands. However, I do still live in Belgium. And I met Fendaus actually through MPL Marathon um, and I was put with her in the first um, breakout rooms and we started talking and it was so easy to talk to her and I loved it. And then I hit her up on Instagram and here we are. And we've been FaceTiming every day since then. <laughs> It's just like, yep. <laughs> It's just so great. Um, so Yusra and Sarah, I hope you like um, doing this because I want to keep you guys with me in this podcast for a long, long time, inshallah. But anyway, yes, the game. Um, I'm so excited for it because I really like this game and it's called, as I said before, We're Not Really Strangers. Um, there is an episode MPL made, Masjid Parking Lot. They made it um, a few weeks back, I believe, or months, I don't remember. But anyway, I saw it there and I really liked it, so we should definitely start playing it. Um, I'm just going to shut up because, you know, I speak a lot and the net, like, Whatever is left from the episode will be like taken by Sarah. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we have five questions that we really liked. And the first one is, is there a certain feeling that you miss? Can be anything. It's not necessarily family related or like just anything. Um, who, wants, who wants to start? We can just like keep doing it in the same round. Okay, so I start for this one because I already have an answer. And okay. for me, 
it would be the happiness I felt when I went to Morocco a few well a few days back I just came back from there and I'm so sad about it I want to go back and I think that Sarah I don't know if you would relate to this but like I feel like there it's like I it's me it doesn't make sense but like I feel like I am me back in like in Morocco because I don't know it just like I'm more myself actually funny story every time like now it doesn't happen as much anymore but like a few years back each time I the day that I came from Egypt to Belgium well I would I I'll cry the whole night together with my mom <laughs> because yes. I felt sadness and okay. like it was so quiet and I was always surrounded by family there so every time I went back I just cried my whole family they like in one day they can fix their sleeping schedule However, I couldn't, so I'll just stay up until like five, six in the morning, six in the morning, just crying and just being like, I miss my family, you know? Yes, I cried, like I've never cried, but this time I cried so much and I was like so, so sad. Literally like I couldn't like believe myself because it never happened to me, you know? But I don't know, I was so sad and I want to go back again. I had such a great time. But yeah, Yusra, what's your answer? What's (laughs) the feeling? I cannot relate. Anytime I go anywhere, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm done. Can I come back home now? Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's traveling. I do like to travel, but like, I like my house. Really? And I like the vibes of my country. Anyways, um, I feel like that I'm, weirdly enough, like, you know, when you're at the airport and you're like about to board a plane yeah. and like, you just have to do airport things. Yeah, I love that feeling so much. Oh, I love it. Yes, and especially, especially when you like travel, like um in the night or like early, really early in the morning. I love it so much. I love it. Oh my god! Honestly, I'm not one to wake up like early. Like I started doing it. Like Alhamdulillah, just to like wake up and pray Fajr. Like I've been doing it for the past two weeks, and I've been consistent with it. But before that, I didn't really used to do it. And I used to, also for the, for, for the non-Muslims, waking up and praying Fajr, it's a prayer, but you have to wake up for it uh, because that's the correct way to pray it. Anyway, um, I remember- You have to wake up for it like early in the morning or yeah. like, like for me right now, um, Fajr is about at 3.30 in the morning. Uh, for, oh. for Europe, it's, it's the same, huh? No, it's for something. Oh, yeah, like it's Belgium, something around. It's 3.18, 3.19 maybe. So I also wake up oh, every really? day. Yeah yeah oh I have to check that oh my god I feel so like so dumb now I don't know what they say actually they can maybe it can maybe be different for you it's but like we're in the same time zone like (laughs) you know what let me search that up right now okay so in Barcelona it's uh Fajr is, no, Fajr is actually at 426. Oh, right? yeah, see, I'm right. Right, no, in see, Belgium, I'm not American. earlier, unfortunately. <laughs> or have yeah, I been praying it wrong? But yeah, okay. Sarah, answer, answer the question, what do you feel? Being with my family, I love being with my family, and like, not just, you know, like my parents, but just like the whole family. Uh, actually, I'll be going, inshallah, to Egypt in two days. So I'm so excited about that. And I just love being with the family. I went there two months ago, but due to the third wave of Corona there, I wasn't able to see any of my family members, like almost none. So inshallah, it will be a good trip and I'll be able to see my family. So yeah. Inshallah. Yeah. So happy. So happy for you, actually. And because I miss going back to Morocco. We should, so we should inshallah, like do like a trip where we all go there. I really want to go yes. to Morocco and Marrakesh, like, I really yes. want to see it. Anyway, let's you know, I've never question. Yeah, go. I've, I've never, never been to Morocco. No, I've never been to Morocco. Like, no, I've been to Morocco. I haven't been to Marrakesh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the second question is: Are you the person you thought you'd become? Why or why not? Do you want to answer this, Yusra? Yeah, but are you going to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, I mean, do you want to answer that first? Yeah, okay, I thought we were doing it like in a specific way. Um, oh, no. Actually, no, I'm not the person that I thought I would become. Um, 
I mean that in uh, I thought I'd be actually more westernized than I actually like to believe that I am um and just like I thought I'd be like a lot less religious and just kind of like a lot more career driven and more focused on this world and like the things of this world does that make sense like the materialistic things the, yeah. like the drive of like having a career being rich yada 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 um now I'm 50 50 but before I thought it'd be 100 percent just that um <laughs> and I didn't think I'd be religious at all thanks I have one question because I hear a lot of Canadians say yada 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 is it like a Canadian thing I don't know I've seen like I've heard the Americans say it too really oh yeah, you know, like, Wait, like, just means like, like I know, yeah, like, I know. In, like we, we say, like, here. in Europe, we say blah, 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 right? Yeah, so we, we say, say like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah. And I, 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 I agree with you, Isra, because it, it's the same for me. I didn't, like, uh, think I would put on my hijab that early, or, like, I didn't want even to put it on anytime soon when, well, this was when I was, like, 13, you know, before putting that on putting the hijab on but yeah um I don't I don't remember what I wanted to be when like I would grow older you know it doesn't make sense anyway like I didn't know I what know. I want to do with my life but here I am and I'm proud of who I am coming alhamdulillah how about for you me, yeah, for me like I never had the intention of ever putting it on like some I'd go through phases where I'd like really want to put it on and then like like a few weeks later I'll be like thank god I did not put that on because I oh think my. all of us go through those phases. I you know um something like that happens to me but in terms of being with someone and being in a relationship and I'm not going to get into this because we could be talking about this for hours but basically like I go through phases where I want so bad to be with someone be and with then I'm person? like what yeah. the heck <laughs> I think it's very normal but honestly yeah. I can relate to both of what you guys said. I officially like put the hijab, um, I think around like a month ago, maybe a bit more. And um, I used to go to an international school and I didn't have a lot of Muslim friends. So I was around people who always drink, always party. Um, I was like, I really tried to fit in without doing the haram, but like it never really like, you know, worked out because I had, I made boundaries for myself, however, people like some people didn't really respect those boundaries and they'll be like yeah you know like I've heard so many times like yeah just drink nobody's gonna know like I won't tell your parents you know or you know just do that I'm like I'm doing it for God actually and not my parents you know but I'm proud of the person that I've actually become and I'm hoping like you know I could always improve and I'm always improving it's it's a work in progress to be honest but I am not like I'm not the person who I thought I would become because I so tried to live the Western world, like to live, like being, being Western. But I don't know, I guess like through talking to you guys and meeting new Muslim friends and going to uni, that whole mindset changed. Yeah. Hey, that's a good question. Where did it change for you? Fidel? Well, you just said where it changed for you. Sadal. So what about you? Fidel? I'm thinking during quarantine last year, Oh, really? okay. because I well I met you um, and I started like um, like talking to Muslim people and I got into Muslim TikTok and I was like oh so it is normal to be like in the west and be Muslim yeah. and like have friends you know like I have a quote-unquote normal life you know um, so I think that was I th I keep like alhamdulillah thank god for it I keep improving every day and I feel like Every time I think about it, I think that um, I've realized that um, not a long ago, you know, but in reality, I've been like working on it since quarantine. Yeah. That's and great. I do feel like I've become, alhamdulillah, like more confident too, since, you know, living in Belgium, there are a lot of, like the biggest party here is a very Islamophobic and racist uh, political party. So, but I've become so confident of actually wearing the hijab and walking beside them, like, I did like I used to be so scared of the people of the way people were gonna reply to me or like look at me and now honestly I don't care like you know I'm not doing anything wrong I'm pleasing my God and I'm being confident and happy with myself and that's all that matters. Today was the first day I went out with a dress 
and I feel so I felt so good with myself seriously I was and I was so pretty you know and a lot of people like stared at me but I was like I look so good on it like mashallah you know so like that's me it's all good but like during like I'd be mad if I was you too it's okay (laughs) (laughs) because during high school well during classes I just finished a couple of months ago I was so embarrassed to like dress the way I wanted to you know so you have I actually have to show you how I used to dress in high school and how I dress now like Alhamdulillah for everything, you know, but I do believe that high school was so toxic for me in the way I dress and the way I portray myself. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with that statement, even for me. Um, for me, nothing's really like changed. I just left high school. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, don't, I don't know, like I feel like a lot of things have changed and a lot of things in my life happened, but then at the same time, like nothing happened. And you know how people are like, oh, like with Ramadan and everything, your iman goes so much higher and stuff. I never experienced that. My iman is very... <laughs> normal it's very like but it's like i don't know yes i don't know this year actually my iman increased by a lot like it was always like you know between the middle like sometimes you feel super good and super practicing and really happy with where you are and then it's like you know moments where it just drops and you yeah i don't feel like back into that again like well i do feel like that that, yes but like in ramadan like i don't feel well this is a christian saying but i don't feel the holy spirit you know so i i don't feel like the, oh my god yes <laughs> i'm going like to do so much and you know it's just like it's ramadan but i think it's because of school because like i had so much in my mind you know and so much going on in my life that i didn't take time to focus on ramadan because i couldn't it's not that i didn't want to it's just that i couldn't so i didn't feel anything this year it was just like days going by and me fasting you know this time i cheated the system and i went to egypt and i did the ramadan there so instead of actually fasting here to 9 30 p.m i fasted until like 6 20 p.m in egypt and the vibes there first of all way better i was with my family there so i recommend you guys doing that (laughs) there'll be something that is haram but it's not actually haram like this feels so haram (laughs) Yo, it's, yo. Are you guys fasting I, now? No. No, but oh, I do um, want to I guess fast. for like our Muslim speak like listeners, it's the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? Um, so yeah, so like I'll a lot be of fasting the day inshallah. Yeah, Pardon? I'm I'm thinking about it too. So okay, I'm going to I'm going to send you a message after this and see if you're fasting. I'm going to fast with you. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fasting. I've been I've started I've been fasting. Oh, mashallah. I've been fasting like. Okay, so what is your least favorite personality trait in, in a person? Okay, I I want to answer this one because I have so many and I have both for like men and women. So I have like different ones. So for men, I have a whole book about it. <laughs> I have a Don't whole book of red flags. <laughs> and well, I'm going to start like with women and it's like being like, gossiping a lot or like backbiting you know like talking shit about people that's it um and like not being loyal you know so if you're my Mm -hmm. friend I expect you to be loyal to me and if something Mm -hmm. like if I'm doing something wrong or if I I did something wrong tell me in private you know and don't don't be a pick me you know it's just that don't be a pick me (laughs) and for men um yeah I don't know how to choose but uh, don't be a pick me and like being um toxic in the way of like being controlling you know like being so um so jealous and like having jealousy not for only for your partner i mean like men in general like in life you know like being jealous of people it's just like yeah no okay i'll go um for me i think it would be for both men and women it'd be like arrogance and i feel like a lot i feel like that's like a it seems like simple but it's actually quite heavy to unpack like I feel like toxic masculinity comes from arrogance I feel like a lot of those types of things come from arrogance with women it's oftentimes they think like oh their social status so they're better than you or they're better than other people or they talk badly like you said or they look down on other people no 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 no. we don't do that or they're like oh I have this job and this person is does this and that's not exactly like I can't be with I don't like that 
Um, for men, I would say like a huge thing is toxic masculinity, having a huge ego, like men that cannot admit that they're wrong. And it'll be the most basic conversations and they will like go to the ends of the earth just to prove that they're wrong. Well, like that they believe they're right, but it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say A, B, C, and they'll be like, no, 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 there's no C, it's D. And they will go out of their way to prove that it's D, like stuff like that. It just makes me really mad. Um, Yeah. Especially in adults, like especially in adult men. Like, I think that's so odd. Like middle-aged, I don't know if you guys have this experience, but like with middle-aged men, they'll say something and then you'll say the exact same thing but in a different way and they'll be like no you're wrong and then they say the same thing but in a different way they're like but I'm right like yes it's because they're older and they always think that they're more educated on topics so like I know I like I feel like it'll literally be the most simple things like it'll be the most simple thing so I don't like that that's uh and also they look so stupid doing that like dude stop it because you look stupid (laughs) I know and I think it's so like they think it's like emasculating to do that and my like that's what it seems like they believe but in reality i feel like it's the opposite yeah like i feel uh, like you're uh, more I, masculine you know, if you admit that you're wrong you know what um i've seen a tiktok and i agree so much with it and it's that like men think like men see well let me put this um so men think that we women look for men that they are portraying in their heads and they're well um they like you know the male gaze so it this doesn't make sense it made sense in my head but like they see things from the male gaze and they think that women do that too you know so for example when looking for a partner or something they think that we are looking for someone who has a six pack who like um who like is built like like a body um what uh, i mean it won't hurt but i'm just i mean yeah but i mean like if you're like that and at the same time you're arrogant i'm just going to block you (laughs) you know what i mean like we don't we are not looking for for i really hate that you know or they get like you know what makes me really mad well like you'll be talking to somebody and they're saying something wrong or you're having a normal conversation and then you ask them a question even if it's not in a rude way, they like come at you in like an aggressive tone or they'll they like attack you. Stupid, or like they'll do something and it like proves they're like toxic masculinity or their yes. like toxic yes, yes, masculinity, yes. like it doesn't make you, ma- if anything, it's emasculating. Like mm-hmm. that's so ooh, to me. Ew. Yes, I don't like it. For me, it's th- being disrespectful. That's one mm-hmm. of the biggest like yeah it's something that I truly hate when you know you're talking to someone in a respectful manner and they treat you with disrespect and they think that you have to respect them back because of their age I feel like that's arrogance as well I feel like that that, yeah that goes along because but you know what I was taught you know respect goes both ways I don't care who you are what your age is whatever you are if you disrespect me I will kindly disrespect you back I mean why do you think that I should be respectful to you because you're older? It just does not yeah. make sense to me. This if is anything, like... you should be the role model and you should respect me. So I should be able to respect you. This has like kind of something to do with that. But you know, a like huge pet peeve of mine, people that are disrespectful to like customer Waiters. service workers. Waiters. Yes. Honestly, if you want to know who your friends workers. are, like if you actually like, if, if we're thinking of marrying, take the take the person like to a restaurant or something and see how they treat the waiters and not only that like for it works for friends too yeah i, agree. Know. I, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that, Ew, I would like, that. that right there. and as and you know worked like like being a cashier and everything i see so many people disrespecting me and honestly like i try it was to be so nice to these people because i know what they go through yeah it's like you should go regardless of anything like there's no reason for you to even if somebody's I feel like even if somebody's disrespectful to you like you should always be respectful because there's this quote by some rel I don't know who it is but it's like some relevant like Islamic something I don't know um and it's like the way you are with people with bad character like shows you have good character something like that like something shows that you have good character the way you behave with people with bad character shows your character as a whole 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. But I think it's nice. But um, you know what pisses me off a lot about this is that when you call off, um, call out people who do this, like who uh, who are disrespectful to people like uh, working as waiters or just in customer service, yeah. um, they tell you, well, I am paying for their service, you know, and it's just like, so what. You know, like, so what? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I literally know. I agree. Like, you're paying for their service. You're not paying to be disrespectful to them. It's exactly. not the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah, no. So, yeah. honestly, like, I have to disagree with you, Sarah. Like, I feel like if you go out of your line to disrespect me, you're not going to receive respect back. You know, people perceive me as being naive because I'm, I'm, I'm quite short. I'm like 5'4 in American terms, maybe. 5'3". I'm like 163, 164. Um, but that's like very naive. And then because I also look younger, uh, people also like they they try to like not take advantage of me, but like they think I'm very naive. Therefore, they try to, you know, be disrespectful of me or that. But then they get caught off guard when I actually call them out on it, you know? But for yeah. me, like in my opinion, if I I think it's kind of funny if somebody's being disrespectful to you and you just brush them off they're the ones that kind of look stupid to me at least like I'll in my head I'll start laughing at them because it it says a lot about you as a person not you specifically because it depends on the circumstances of course but there's just like something and I'm a non-confrontational person like if you're disrespectful to me I'll laugh at you in my head and then that's it like I don't really if you're not really like if you're just a customer or something like you're not really that relevant to my life okay whatever i know um yeah. good story to working, tell i guess working but, like, in the service you have to kind of try to you know brush it off but for me like at the end of the day like my character shows by how i treat you even if you're disrespectful to me like like Rasulullah people were rude to him disrespectful to him all the prophets people were like rude to them disrespectful to them yada 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 yeah they're not gonna bite them like they're not gonna yell at them back they're not gonna show bad character so for the fourth question is which one of your parents personality traits do you want to keep and which do you want to let go of should i start yes got it (laughs) okay so one thing for the muslim people like listening uh my dad was very keen on um making us learn the quran and even though you know when you're younger you just want you know to have the free time and you know try to not do it I'm just so happy that he actually pushed me and my siblings to do that uh, because I don't know if I would have been able to keep, you know, reciting the Quran and memorizing it when I was older, when I, like when I'm this age. What he would do, what I actually really love and I actually want to maybe pass it on to my children, he'd set milestones for us. So for example, if I knew Joseph uh, Tabarak, he'd get me a new laptop or he'd get me a new phone. So I will have to work towards it to get it. And what he would do to even motivate me more is actually get it and put it in my room and be like, I trust you that you're not going to open it and you're not going to use it until you know just Tabarak perfectly. And it was put in my room for a pro- like, I think a year and I didn't use it whatsoever. But I, I used to say like a couple of days. What? I thought you were going to say like a couple of days. Like you said, <laughs> no, no, no. Like I think like a few months to a year and okay. He wanted me to like, you know, recite everything perfectly. Not like, for example, you know, like when you say Surah Al-Mulk and then you just like, you know, forget a couple ayahs. No, he wanted us to know it perfectly. And back then I was like, dad, you know, I want to use my new laptop. But I'm so happy he did that because it made me want to learn the Quran. It made me, you know, it motivated me because I know there was an end goal. Like, for example, our end goal is meeting, inshallah, going to Jannah. And he knew that me learning the Quran, I could also pass it on to my children and they could pass it on to their children and the list goes on. So this is something that I definitely want to keep. Um, uh, so some people would say that you have to learn the Quran for God, like this is not like um, right or anything. Um, I don't believe that. And I'll tell you why it's because when we're children, we're not that conscious about it like okay so if you're an adult if you're 20 and your dad tells you if you learn just i'm I'm going to um give you an iphone okay yeah maybe i i can discuss that with you you know but when you are a child you know um you don't you don't actually not know about it but it's not like you're not conscious that you have to do things for for god you know like you know it but it's not like 
it's not the same yeah. when you're an adult than when you're, you're doing a child, it for the you know? iPhone. Exactly, you got for the iPhone. So that, I, yeah. Although, so I, I, I it did push me to learning, which benefits me now. And you know, as you grow older, you know why he did it. Because if you tell a kid just learn it, but you'll get nothing out of it, he will. You know what? Like he will not feel like there's anything coming out of it because he's not conscious of us going to Jannah or us doing anything. So exactly. setting a milestone is actually gonna motivate the the kid, or the child to learn it, to strive towards it. And mm -hmm. it will benefit him later in age with his children and so on. For, exactly, in my, opinion, yes. in my opinion, it would be like teaching them about Jannah and them believing that's the ultimate goal. That's what I would do. Does that make yes. sense? But yes, I kid. don't really believe, you know, like children don't really think about like this deep when they're that young, you know? Okay, to be honest, I did. So I don't know. Like, I was like, I want a river full of chocolate milk and everything. And because kids have a wild imagination. So, like, if you tell them, like, it could be whatever you want, it, like, drives them to be more like that. Yeah, I was like, Willa, I was like, I want um, a river full of chocolate milk and I will do anything I can to get that river of chocolate milk. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that for me. And my mom did that to us, too. Like, they didn't give me an iPhone, but they did, like, when I was um, younger. I was about, like, six or seven. Every time I learned a new surah, she would buy me, you know, these coloring books. And I used to die for them. So oh. she, she, would, she used to buy me those. And I think that I am going to do that to my children. But, like, of course, explaining to them, you know, what Jana is. And, yeah. of course, we're not going to, like, just don't like not saying that or anything but yeah i don't know like i don't see it as bad as some people would some people really argue about this like this you know so yeah and the people who are actually yourself. the ones that don't know any like don't know a lot of stories yes. from the quran i'm like go it's to like, my level and then start speaking <laughs> it's like it's like men telling you to cover your hair when they don't cover the outlets like you know like, it's just yeah. no. i think it also depends on your spouse so like how they would want to go about it but I think positive reinforcement is always well positive like it always does um good yeah yeah so what's like the least favorite thing that you would want to take from your parents wait you say you can maybe go for something that you maybe want to keep or like don't you what I want to keep um <laughs> I think my parents are especially my dad he wouldn't do things but he would be like he would be, he, my dad is like pretty easy to talk to. Um, a lot of parents, especially Muslim parents are not that way. Yeah. My dad is that way. Um, even my mom, like she, I could, I could be like really, really open with her. Um, but they still have like this idea of like boundaries. Like, of course, like we're going to calm down a little bit. Like there's still the idea of boundaries, but they're like fairly easy to talk to. Um, and my dad is just kind of like more understanding. Like if you say or do something, he's not like he wouldn't hit you. If you do something bad, he wouldn't like hit you, but he would just kind of give you a look of like, no, or just like being a bit disappointed. Like, as opposed to like, I feel like a lot of Muslim parents are more, um, controlled with their discipline. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They're more like, strict with their discipline and my my parents yeah. were really like that and they like yeah so and they kind of like understand wanna, like something that you uh want to let go of that you don't want to pass on to your children and then i can maybe go and then use uh food house mm. okay so my parents like understand that it's hard to live in the west but they don't understand the extent to it actually there's actually this is this sounds so bad I have like great parents but like this sounds really bad there's actually quite a lot I'd want to like go of um that's one of them like they don't really know what it's like to live in the west um so they're not really like too understanding when it comes to that or they are but they're understanding with like my brother or something as opposed to me yeah. mm -hmm. um and they're not really like I my parents are like moderately religious they're not like one extreme or the other I would probably want to raise my kids more religious than they raised me mm -hmm. like focus on that a lot more and yeah and like yeah because they think I'm like extreme now 
and I'm like I'm I'm normal like y'all are like lacking bare minimum (laughs) I also hear that a lot with my family to be honest when I go like I don't want to expose my family or anything I don't want to expose my family either (laughs) yeah Yeah. my but I feel like each time I go like I got the question um like why did you put your hijab on so young I was like first of all I'm 19 second of all tomorrow is not guaranteed for me if you can tell me when I'm gonna die I'll put it off right now and just put it on before I die but I don't know and frankly therefore I will put it on and they think because I dress very modestly or like I try to be that I'm a bit extreme you know like you can be like you know I get a lot of comments for example like yeah but like you're wearing two loose like loose pants and loose blouse it looks a bit weird and funny I'm like okay and I like Why it. Why don't you tell me I look like a garbage, like a, like a, like, you know, the garbage bags? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she tells me I look like when I wear, like, loose clothing. She's like, and especially when it's all black, she looks, she's like, you, there's, I can't see your shape or anything. And I'm like, that's kind of the point, that's, wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah, no, I get, like, they say, like, specifically in Arabic, like, shaklik ahbal, meaning um, you look funny. And mm-hmm. honestly, it really annoys me when they say that, but they're, like, you, you think that Egypt is like more religious than here, but I feel like oh here, my god, no, no, yeah, absolutely not. The queens aren't even allowed there. So, um, for me, it would be like something I want to keep is my parents did teach me Arabic, and I want to teach my kids Arabic too. So, um, when I was younger, I was I used to get so mad at them because they wouldn't speak to me in Spanish, and I was so embarrassed because even at school when I was with friends they would speak to me in Arabic and I was so embarrassed by it but now I'm so glad that they didn't allow me to speak Spanish at home you know because my Spanish is good I mean I was raised here you know so I, I'm bilingual but um, if I didn't have that opportunity to learn Arabic I would be so mad at them now you know so yeah that is one thing I want to keep and something I don't want to keep is um, my parents are not they're easy to talk to but to a certain level and the level is so like low and I want to I want like to be more open to talk with my children so for example um, I can't talk to them. I'm not exposing them or anything. And I'm not saying that this is bad or anything. So don't take me wrong. But what I'm saying is, for example, I can't talk to them about like something like relationship related or anything. Not because they would like um, punish me or anything. Obviously not. We're not like mm-hmm. savages. But um, I'm not comfortable talking with them about it. And I want my children to be comfortable to talk about topics like taboo topics with me without being judged you know yeah 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 yeah. yeah. oh like for me uh, the same thing is I want to culture and like culture and and language I want to pass that on to my children I'm not going to say what culture or language for personal reasons but (laughs) I really really want to pass that down to my children as well that's like a huge huge thing for me yes Um, yes that's like probably one of the biggest things for me something that I do not want to take with me is a part of my family they're very keen on reputation like everything runs a reputation for example if you can you can work for example with a guy and you're walking out together to you know go to the bike or go to the car you know go back home um if a friend sees you like a friend of your mom or a friend of your dad sees you they might think something of you and I don't like the idea you know um I know myself I know that I'm not doing anything you know like uh, that's not allowed therefore I don't care what they think because I know I'm not doing anything incorrect however I do understand that your reputation can be ruined if you actually you know did something or anything but I feel like you know thinking everything of reputation is what made my decision to wear the hijab so much more difficult because I always think what would people think of me what would people say about me and that actually makes you overthink everything so much Yes, I, I agree, agree. Especially as like women, like especially mm-hmm. as women, like we already kind of go through like the whole validation thing in society, and then you add on what you just said and like your family like making a huge deal out of it. I a hundred percent agree with that. I don't want that either in my family. 
Yeah. So, you know, I used to be like, especially like um, when it comes to guys, so hanging out with them or anything, um, I used to be so afraid that my parents would see me with um, with someone from the opposite gender. And I like, I used to be so scared about it, but it got to a point that I was thinking like, hey, I, I literally live in the West. Like it's Im- literally impossible for me not to talk to a guy you know yeah. so and I explained that to my parents and this is like the only topic that they were kind of um like understanding. they thought no yeah no but they thought more about reputation only about this topic you know because in general they say if it's allowed in our religion go ahead and do it like don't think about people but this they were kind of Mm, what would people think you know but now I'm like every time if for example my dad sees me with a guy I will act so normal you know and if he asks something I'm going to tell him well I don't know if he's my classmate if he's like works with me or anything and we'll be like yeah so what do you want me to stop talking to him do you want me to stop going to school you know I was lucky with that when it came to my parents because they don't care like they're like you know my dad like even as a kid my dad is like you need to talk to guys like what if you're in a workplace and you don't know how to talk to to guys like it doesn't my dad is never like that because it doesn't logically make any sense yeah like you have to talk to you have to talk to you have to be able to talk to everyone like even when you go to Egypt or when you go to Morocco when you go to Canada wherever you go you will have to talk to other genders like it's with my parents they were never like too strict on that like they're like don't do things that you're not supposed to do yeah you can talk to the opposite gender. you have to talk to the opposite gender like you need to have friends of the opposite gender like it's as long as you're not exactly yes obviously and people who are listening please don't take us wrong like we're not saying that like don't think about our parents as someone like who are so radical they are so like no don't talk to guys it's the way they were taught (laughs) Yes. in their home countries yes yes exactly so um because people like assume things a lot like especially like in their home countries like they assume things a lot like oh you're talking to a guy uh she's pregnant with five kids like this like like they think the most weird thing let's just maybe say something here if you have any assumption or any uh like something that you're uneducated on just dm any of us or on the podcast account and we will love to answer Yes. And you know how, like, anything just Yes, we are so open, like, to... Yeah, sorry, Sorry, I'm, like, drifting. Fidelis, you know how you're talking about backbiting? Wait, sorry, what? You You know how you're talking about backbiting? Yeah. In our types of culture, our, as in most societal culture, I guess, it's very common for that to be a thing, like, like oh yeah, it's very common. Like they see you with a guy, and they'll like create the most wild rumors about you. Yes. And then if people hear that, like they'll be like, "When the day you want to get married, it'll be an issue," or like, "When you want to get a job, it'll be an issue." Like reputation is actually really, really important. Like, that's the part that I hate because you know, um, it's actually it's you know it's actually people's living in your people are always in each other's business. Like if everyone actually looked at their own lives and fits their own issues there would be no time to look at other people's lives like why are you I agree but I also disagree I agree with that but I also disagree with that I agree so much like um well first of all I couldn't care less of what people think about my representation because sincerely it's just between me and God and that's it and you're a human being and I'm not going to see you probably in five years I mean, our relationship will not last if you're like that in my life, you know? So just like, I don't care. But at the same time, um, I agree a lot with Sarah. And the only problem I have with this is that when non-Muslims see this, because our culture is heavily influenced, well, yes, by Islam. Well, the way we practice Islam is heavily influenced by our cultures. Yes. Um, They think that this is what Islam is, you know? And I... It gets so mad about it because it just like dude just read something you know like don't see and judge you know what i mean i'll see i'll tell you why i disagree with that point because okay because people <laughs> like no because i want to say it in a way but then like i don't want to talk about like other people like specific people but like we'll talk about it later and you guys will know what i'm talking about maybe um when it's like an abuser 
or when it's like a like somebody that did actually like something really bad in society like an abuser a sex offender a rapist something like that that person's reputation needs to be like blown out into the world like yeah, I no, but i'm talking like general stuff you know no, yes, know. exactly like so that's why i'm saying half half i agree yeah. but i disagree or even like because like, at the same time like you don't want like like your family or your husband to priorly think of you she did this and this and this and this or like I don't think people should always just mind their business I don't think that's that should be a thing I think it I should do be think depending like, when it comes to quote-unquote the average person things, I agree yes, when it comes exactly. to the average person I agree yeah like I don't like, want anyone to be on my business when it comes to everything like studies relationship um anything you know my life in general job whatever like yeah don't you don't have to care about that that won't harm other people exactly exactly okay so maybe we'll move on to the to like the last question and it's quite a light one we'll just end on a light note so on a scale from one to ten one being the cleanest and ten being a disaster how messy is your room or how how messy do you think my room is oh okay i'll start let's judge a bit (laughs) so yeah so Sarah I think you would be maybe a three no 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 Yusra is a three and Sarah maybe I put a four maybe but because you live with more people you know (laughs) okay okay so I will go to defend myself actually my room is always pretty clean but that's because my dad always like he would come into my room and if he think if he finds like everything is like Sarah if I come back in 10 minutes and you didn't clean up this I'm gonna put everything on the ground and well I used to do that <laughs> but like I know like you know I used to hate when he did that but he did it for good reasons because now I always have like this thing where I have to be in an organized area like even if it's a mess I would love to meet your house, dad I have to clean it after you know <laughs> but my room right I now, would it's a two, like a two, maybe, maybe two and a half, just because I'm packing. Sarah, oh, I would like okay. love to meet your dad. He sounds like such an interesting person. You're like, he sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like, like such an interesting him, like, person. He is, he's very religious. I'm going to say that. Like, I'm like, you know, but I talk to him, like I talk to him on, I talk to both of my parents a lot, but to my mom, it's basically like more life things, but my dad's like more politics and um, like Islam and such things. Cause I'm so interested in that. And my mom would be like, just please leave. I don't have time for that. <laughs> but like for my dad, it's more like talks about um, like serious, more serious stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll, you said okay, friend yourself. I'll go, I'll do you. No, no, but first, first, no, wait, 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 wait. But present your case. I am I right? Is your room my case about what you're cleaning? No, you, you, you like you, you're, is your room you're a three? Am I a three? Your room, not you. <laughs> no, I know. Head, I know. <laughs> um. Well, you are in your room right now. Just look around. Am I really trying to expose myself? I'm actually a pretty good <laughs> person. But like, it's just it's like like stupid things. Like you'll be like, I have my books everywhere. Like I have like I have two bookshelves and still that doesn't seem to be enough. I have books everywhere. Um, so I'm right. <laughs> like my vanity. Oh no, honestly, you're not. Like I would kick it up a couple more notches. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, my vanity. Uh, it, it's like stupid things. Like I have like like my I have like my makeup on my vanity. Yeah. Like stuff like that. I'm not gonna. I just cleaned my room yesterday and it's still kind of messy. Or like I have like wires. Like I have wires on the ground for like no reason. <laughs> like just stupid stuff like or, that but like you know as actually, a whole, like, now i'm not gonna say it for you because she like explained a bit but Fidaus didn't say anything but for those i would go for you since i think you were still unpacking and you're renovating your room i'll go on that based like on a four i you would see like Fidaus, i would give you a two you seem like a clean person you sarah you've seen my room it is not that it's not that deep, no. It's not that. It's not that dirty. It was. It was um, very clean and organized, though. Wait, Sara, you didn't tell me you what you would give me, and I just, I just told you what. My but room because was. you explained how your room is, yeah. so I'd go well, up like, like before. That. Before. I feel like if you say like it's you know like those makeup and you like like makeup on your vanity, 
those are things that you could put away in a minute. So I'll just give yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like I don't have but like, anything. To put if we're talking about, you know, like five, for me, that would be like dirty, you know, like having cups, yeah. having like food in your room, having things laying on the ground. And you look, or like having the chair, you know, the chair that we put on everything. Or like, yes. I have like a place behind my bed. Like, and I just think if, if I'm too lazy to put my clothes away, I'll just put it there. But one thing, my closet is so organized by colors actually i, I have so as we speak i have nine water bottles in my room oh <laughs> <laughs> well that, i'll give you i'll, I'll just put, like put it up a notch a 3.5 but they're like the plastic ones so i could just throw them away like it's fine okay. like these are all like quick things I'll keep it for a three i just exposed myself a little bit there wow. <laughs> it's okay. i'll show you later and then you can tell me <laughs> okay so my response my response for that i will say that if I'm not like if I'm not in an anxiety mood, you know, well, you know, guys, that I have right. anxiety. So if I'm not that anxious, my room probably is at two because uh, I forget to. Do, well, I don't forget. I'm so I'm just like too lazy to make yeah. my bed. So that's the only thing in general that is messy, you know, where in a normal day. But if I'm anxious, if I'm with exams, if I'm like if I feel bad. Um, I would, it would probably be a four. Yes. But Funny it, story. Only, yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, no, continue. Okay. So I was going to say that only because of clothes. Like I feel so, when, when I'm anxious, I feel so overwhelmed. So my anxiety comes from, uh, from like overwhelming stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I can't focus a lot on a lot of things, you know, when that happens so I keep my clothes out of the closet so they keep like I, I don't have any chair now but I used to have a desk so I used to put everything on my desk and it would be just like clothes and if like my mom for example or my dad folds clothes and like takes them to my room they would put them there you know and they would stay there until the weekend so yeah that's it <laughs> so for not to keep it like too long hard. otherwise this episode would be like super long it's like we're wrapping yeah. a lot. Okay. So that was the last thing, one. Should we like wrap it up? Yeah, like but like funny thing, during exams, my room is actually very clean since uh it was online exams, so I have to use Proctorio. And mm -hmm. my room has to be very clean because I'm like I'm showing my room. So mm -hmm. my desk would be empty and my bed would be organized, everything is made up and clean. So that's actually like a whole different thing. But I think we should have to like we have to okay. So let's just wrap out the episode. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been a good, um, I think a couple of hours, maybe we've been talking for a long time, but it's been a good time. I had a lot of fun. And again, welcome Sarah and Yusra to this space. I love having you here. And yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. Um, please subscribe if you haven't done so. If you're listening we'll from our Apple socials, Apple. we'll put all our socials on social media too. <laughs> we'll put them in the description box better than social yeah, media yeah we'll put it in the description box <laughs> um, so yeah thank you so much okay. and yeah. subscribe if you're listening from Apple Podcasts and follow us if you're listening from Spotify and don't forget to follow us on social media as well our personal um, social handles are in the description box and the podcast uh, Instagram, TikTok and Twitter is at Gen Z Talks Pod, P -O -D. and thank you so much and see you next week bye Bye. Bye.